You might not realize it, but life has a soundtrack. For most of us, it sounds a bit like... But you can always change the station. In hundreds of Delta Airlines destinations, you can turn your soundtrack into a global chorus. Delta. Keep climbing. Capella University is rethinking higher education. With their game-changing FlexPath format, you can earn your degree on your schedule, so you can fit education seamlessly into your life. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. What I think we're seeing and, you know, and, and our average size deal jumped up. Uh, and I think it was because the only businesses that were selling were the ones that were established, that were making a lot of money, and that people felt safe about buying. And perhaps they thought they were getting a bargain buying something that was still making money during the pandemic. In today's economy, more people than ever are looking to buy and sell businesses. But how do you do it? Welcome to The Deal Board, presented by Transworld Business Advisors. Straight talk about real deals and real people. Listen to stories, interviews, and expert advice to help your business sale, merger, or acquisition process. Now, here are your business exit experts, Andy and Jessica. Welcome back, everybody. And we are here at the end of Q1 2022. I can't believe this year's flying by already, Jessica. I know it's crazy. You tell me, I mean, I, I feel like we were just doing our prediction show and now here we are recapping the first quarter already. And some of those predictions are coming to uh, come, becoming true. And some of them are a little bit more uh, problematic, I think still. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, overall, I think we did a decent job, but I mean, so far the quarter flew by and now we know sitting and looking at our data, why it flew by so fast is because there's so many deals getting done. I think all of us were so busy. Yeah, I, we were very busy and I'm looking, I'm just looking at some of the deals right now and it is crazy. I mean, we are up uh, for some of the offices we're seeing, we're up about 5% year over year and there are more deals and, and we'll talk about that in, the, in a minute. Uh, but we are seeing that as well. It's a, it's a it's an interesting marketplace. The banks haven't backed off yet either, right? Yeah, no, it's a very very interesting marketplace. There's still a lot of money available, whether it's on the financing side or in the investment side. When you're looking at the PE and up market a little bit, um, but you know it's still it's still a really hot market. It's still a seller's market. We're going to get into some of the data, but why why don't before we get into the data, Andy, why don't we share everybody about you know, a little bit about who we are and what we track. Cause I don't think we talk about the trans world network enough. Um, maybe that'll set the stage for where we're getting all these stats from and the deal volume. Yeah. I mean, there's over 200 offices out there throughout the world and, and they're reporting their solds to us. We have 800, over 800 people on the ground out there selling businesses, thousands of businesses for sale at any one time and under contract, you know, probably over a thousand of those of any at any one time. So we're always tracking what's going on in the marketplace. And uh, we've been working on our CRM program slash data probably for, I think it was our just sixth year with this current mm -hmm. CRM. Yep. So we have some really solid data now that is coming forward. And we have some nerd 
uh, that statisticians that are amongst our, our, our network that have really dove in and they're doing such a great job. Very yeah. appreciative. And it's, it's very helpful for our brokers and our franchisees, but it's also helpful for the clients they serve. Um, so we do some of the major the major uh, data points that we track, and there's a lot of them, but maybe we'll just talk about the ones that are relevant to our listeners and to the business owners. But we track the number of deals that we sell um, when they're sold. So, And we do this instantly, which is why you know we're sitting here the first week of April and we're already able to do our Q1 2022 closing report. So we track the number of uh, deals that we sell. We track the average sold price, the average SCE, the average multiple to SCE. We track deals by category in terms of industry. Um, and like I said, all of this is, is instantly available to us. So we're going to plan on doing these kind of quarterly update shows and share some of this these metrics with our listeners. Yeah. And we're actually going to take some time and actually talk to the people who are on the street. And I did uh, go around and travel around a bit and we were signing books, which we'll talk about. We're going to have a book signing coming up. Uh, Jessica and I in May uh, in mm -hmm. Denver, and we're going to do a, a dual book signing. But I was up in New York and Boston. I got to speak to the folks up in the Northeast about what's going on there. And you know, uh, as COVID crisis lifts and and you see the mask uh, mandates lift, uh, you're seeing those businesses return and and and, and things are, are happening fast. People are trying to buy. You'll hear some of the snippets, but people are trying to buy as things are swinging back up. And so I think we're seeing that in the in the numbers. Yeah. Yeah. So let's, let's dive into the numbers a little bit. And, and what we saw, I think the first big thing that we want to talk about is the number of deals getting done. So if you've been listening to the show for the last year or two, I mean, even the amount of deals we were getting done in the pandemic impressed Andy and I, we, we definitely did not see that coming when we first entered the pandemic, but I think what we did see coming even more is deals are up again. So we're up 29% in number of closed deals um, done from Q1 2022 versus Q1 2021, which is a big deal. Yeah, I mean, 30%. I mean, that is a, an incredible deal. And we are seeing it tick up, right? So 2020, we probably lost about a good quarter. And some parts of the country lost a little bit more as far as deal volume. There were still people trying to sell on the downslide and and people trying to get bargains at that time. So it didn't slide off that much, but uh, we are, are coming up to getting higher. We are now at a pace more than 2019. Mm -hmm. So that's what's kind of surprising and up 30% from Q1 of 21 to Q1 uh, one of 22 is really kind of shocking. And um, it's, it's, it's good. I mean, I right. like to see businesses trading like this. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's really good metrics. It's good numbers. It's another indication that it is a seller's market, like we've been talking about, that there's so many buyers on the street that we are able to get these deals done. So that's a really good metric. The next metric we should talk about, Andy, we've got to go back and um, redo some of our podcast episodes when we talk about two times, right? Yeah, because... The, the average SDE uh, to multiple has snuck up. It has gone over three. And this is, this is a big deal too. And I think, uh, again, it, it is still a seller's market. There's still a lot of money on the street. It is highly competitive for some of the businesses that we are selling. 
And so because, and, and Transworld again is selling more and more deals and we're selling larger deals than we ever have. So I think what we're seeing is uh, some of the quality and quantity of earnings are driving up the multiples, but competition is as well. Yeah. And we'll get a, a little bit into the industries and industry multiples and things like that, but it is a big deal. I mean, I've been in this business for almost 10 years. Andy, you've been in it for over 25 now, right? And I, neither of us have seen an average multiple over two, two times, right? Yeah. And, the, and one of the stats is that the average sale price has come down a little bit. Yeah. And, and we think the reason for that, and anecdotally, uh, you know, we're trying to look through this, the stats to see if this is true. But, you know, during the pandemic, what happened to the small businesses, the businesses that were marginal, the businesses that were hanging on, uh, you know, that were tough to sell anyway, um, they either went out of business or got PPP and decided to hang on. Mm-hmm. And what, we're, what I think we're seeing, and, you know, and, and our average size deal jumped up. Uh, and I think it was because the only businesses that were selling were the ones that were established, that were making a lot of money, and that people felt safe about buying. And perhaps they thought they were getting a bargain buying something that was still making money during the pandemic. What we're seeing now is the businesses that are back, like the restaurants, like right. the, you know, we sold three hair salons this week in Florida. And, and, and we laughed. We were like, Hair salons are back, you know, and who was buying a hair salon in 2020, right? No one. And we, yeah, we, we're seeing two fitness. We're closing on two fitness deals this week and same thing. Like no one was touching fitness. And I can say from our office, we've definitely seen that it, it was almost like some of the, bus- the, some of the smaller businesses and the ones that were most affected to the pandemic, they either went out or they did this wait and see mentality. And a lot of the new businesses we're listing for sale right now are those wait and see mentalities where they've recovered and now they feel safe. Um, to go on the market. So, I mean, yes, our average um, price per deal has gone down, but it's actually, I'd say it's back to normal, right? So it, it was almost right. like it spiked the lot, like last year and right. now it's come back and normalized a little bit. Yeah, I agree with you. And uh, I think you're going to see that, like, let's go over to top 10 industries because fitness happens to be one of those top 10 in the first quarter that we sold. And let's talk about the multiple in each because even though, we're at 3.0, whatever it was. Uh, we, it, that doesn't mean all industries. And yeah. that certainly doesn't mean all size businesses are going to sell for a three-time multiple. In fact, I'm having this argument with a couple of sellers right now who we feel are overpriced. And we will do a show based on some of the stats that we had from 2021 that is showing that businesses that are overpriced don't sell. Yeah. Yeah. And we have plenty of data to back that up. And just as a reminder, before we jump into these industries, we're going to talk about stats and multiples and things like that. If you haven't listened to our last few valuation shows, we highly recommend to go back. They should just be a couple episodes back from here, but that's where we explain what SDE seller's discretionary earnings is, why multiples matter and things like that. So let's jump in. So we're going to talk about the top 10 industries and top 10 by deal volume. So number of deals sold, uh, right. not by the multiples. So the first one, you know, and we're not a restaurant broker, but restaurants are a huge um, segment of the business brokerage industry. So restaurants are always in the top two or three and restaurants were number one. Um, and actually for restaurants, we typically see 
lower multiples because there are in those mix. There's a lot of restaurants that have gone out. So the average multiple this quarter on the restaurants were one was 1.65, which is actually pretty strong when you consider, you know, some of these asset only type sales. Yeah. One and a half is probably pretty typical. 1.65 you're seeing now. Uh, there is a lot of people getting into the restaurant business again. Like I said, this, I think this as well as fitness and beauty uh, was hit hardest and um, perhaps struggling still with some of the labor issues and supply chain issues. So uh, it's not surprising that a lot of them are tr trading, uh, but the small ones are back and they're trading. And uh, what you're seeing, and I, I, I think we've seen this in several cities, we're talking about this in New York, we were talking about it in Boston, that there are very few spaces open, even though, you know, there, there's been this great resignation and maybe the office spaces are opening somewhat, not the retail spaces. They're, yeah. be, they're being taken up. And so if you want in on a restaurant, you might have to buy one. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's definitely, and it's always look buying a second generation restaurant space. We have a whole a discussion just on this. is is almost always more affordable than building it out from scratch. So it's always a, a very popular segment of the market for buyers. And these days, and we know this because we deal with some franchisors that have to build out brand new spaces. They are having trouble getting refrigeration, getting stainless steel tables, getting uh, the contractors to put in the electric and the plumbing. So it's no wonder that we're selling yeah. tons of restaurants actually, at good speaking, prices. Yeah, right. And and actually speaking of contractors, uh, what's our number two top industry? Construction. And of course it is. I mean, construction has been on fire uh, all over the country. And I think we're going to see it, continue to see it all over the country. Sure, people are moving to places like Florida and Texas and perhaps Idaho. But I think... We will continue to see it in uh, cities as well. And I think secondary cities, because people have the ability to work from home, you're going to see secondary cities and, and rural areas being able to have new projects come up out of the ground. So all the construction-related businesses we saw, and you're seeing some very solid multiples. Yeah. Yeah. 2.65 times. So very strong ahead of, you know, we were saying usually the average is two times um, across all industries. It's, it's higher right now, but 2.65 is, is a really strong multiple. I also think too, Andy, this industry might be more susceptible to the, the seller tsunami that we had talked about previously. You see a lot of, at least the businesses we're working with, a lot of construction and trade-owned companies are owned by older owners that are approaching retirement. Um, it's a really big segment of the industry. So I think this is going to continue to be a very strong category and a lot of businesses for sale in this area for the next few years. Yes. And I and you saw the average as the hovering around $300,000. So that's a pretty solid, you know, even with some of the small businesses we sell and some of the M&A businesses, some of the M&A stuff is not in here. So that's, yeah. uh, we, we take that out to kind of normalize that. So you're looking at businesses between maybe, you know, zero and $1 million of SDE. So a $300,000 average is a pretty solid base of businesses coming to the market. 
Yeah. They've, that industry has made some good money over the last couple of years, although they have faced challenges like staffing and supply chain issues, like a lot of others. So moving on to number three is beauty and personal care. Um, and this is like our salons, our spas. I mean, it's, it's really, it's, it's actually really heartening to see that in this top 10, the three of the most affected industries from the pandemic are in here um, and selling for fair multiples. So we're seeing a 1.87 times in that industry right now, which is, is about average for this, this category. Yeah, it is about average. And you are seeing that we sold a lot of businesses that might have had a very low SDE. Uh, it was almost like the less, little less than $100,000 of the average SDE. And I think, again, uh, I think people are speculating to get into this industry as it was basically crushed. Uh, so you're seeing the upswing in it very quickly and people looking to buy into the beauty and personal care business. So that's great. And speaking of a business that's on a fire, uh, <laughs> the automotive business, and we are seeing some very solid multiples. And it's funny because I, I, I've actually had people call me looking for the automotive business mm-hmm. and repair. Yeah. Or, yeah. It's, it's, and you know, it's, it's, um, I think it's, I wonder if it's related to the vehicle sale market too, right? Because it's not like you can just go out, even if you want to buy a brand new vehicle right now. I mean, we just had to buy a new one and we did, I think we bought it in Florida actually, and had to have it shipped out to Colorado. But so people are spending more money on repair because they have to stick with what they have. Um, but solid SDEs again, like these, these companies are very profitable. So about an average of 250,000 SDEs and almost a three times multiple in automotive. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I can't believe it's that high in automotive. I, I think this is above average and absolutely people have to hold on to their cars I actually just got a new car too. I was hanging on to my car and I really felt like it was time for me to move on. I I don't know, for almost 10 years, uh, I'm one of those guys that likes to drive it until the wheels fall off. And um, I had to get my car slightly used and I had to get it it, over 500 miles away and had it chipped. And I bought it sight unseen, which was crazy to me. We bought ours out of Tampa. People are doing crazy things right now, but- Automotive repair is really benefiting from that entire uh, market shift right now. And another industry that I love to see that is sneaking back up into the top five, or it is number five, basically, is manufacturing, which is great to hear. It is. I mean, talk about supply chain issues. This this industry probably faced the most um, supply chain issues. So to see them being traded, and again at fair multiples, just over three times. So, and to remind everybody, we're talking. This is small business, main street market deals, less than a million dollars in earnings. So to see a strong multiple like that is is really encouraging for this industry. And they're making money, and you know, a lot of these job shops are being tapped by large manufacturers because I know because I happen to sit on a a board of directors of a company that's doing manufacturing that was importing things. The the cost of containers has I think quadrupled or it, it's absolutely insane. So they are looking for local small manufacturers to to do some of these parts. Yeah. 
Yeah. So uh, another great industry moving on to number six is a, a larger category in terms of um, generality, but it's the medical related businesses. Um, so this could be, it could be doctor's office. It could, it could be dental practices. Sometimes we also have more holistic medical practices that are sold within this category. Um, very strong multiples in this category though. Right. Yeah. I, if you want to know, we've been talking about ones and twos and maybe one, one, three so far, or basically two, three so far. Why is it at three? If you're talking about ones and twos on some of the other ones, well, medical is at 5.3 and it's a hot industry. Uh, most of the, a lot of the medical businesses we see being sold is in the senior care industry and right. that is being highly sought after. Yeah. But also what we're seeing too, is if we look at the average SDE, so looking at profitability plus owners, discretionary earnings, it's almost 450,000 in this industry, which goes back to Andy and I have talked a lot about that. Your valuation is is um, driven by the, you know, the qualitative factors of the business, but also the quantity of your earnings. And as the average earnings go up, so does the multiple um, they're related. So looking at an industry where the average SDE is 450,000, we wouldn't, we would expect to see higher multiples um, in that versus say restaurants. Yeah. And, and tied with medical is something that's related to medical is cleaning. And we're mm -hmm. seeing, uh, you know, of course the cleaning industry exploded during uh, COVID and a lot of people, you know, I saw all these companies coming in, they come down spray and spray into your offices. And so I think I, we saw a lot of startups that have probably gone away and so we're seeing some of these businesses that kind of lasted through COVID. Uh, they probably had a bump. They probably made money. And now it's time to exit. Those baby boomers are now, okay, made my money in that little bump. It's time for me to exit. So we are seeing in the cleaning industry, and which is pretty typical, uh, under two, about a 1.8. And, you know, again, this is office cleaning and residential cleaning and uh, other janitorial type businesses. Yeah. So people have been spending a lot of time in their homes, right? And we've talked about construction and how that's gone crazy and, you know, cleaning too probably has benefited from that. But the next category is lawn and landscaping. And they've definitely benefited in a bump in the industry as people really over the last two years um, decided to revamp their backyards and try and cre create that like vacation oasis. So it's very strong industry. Again, we're seeing just under three times, 2.9 times um, in terms of the, the multiple to SDE for businesses being sold right now. Yeah. And the SDE is always pretty big in this, in, in this industry, it's over $250,000, 261 to be exact. And um, this also does include a lot of landscapers in places where it snows also do snow removal. Some of them make more money from snow removal than they do inside of, uh, as they said, the, the white stuff makes them more money than the green stuff. Yeah. And so uh, they are, you know, out there and a lot of those are recurring revenue kind of things. They have contracts for the winter where they are selling uh, their services or being on standby. But, you know, again, this is usually farther up uh, on the, oh, you know, we're always trading the landscaping businesses. Yeah, it's another big segment of the market. But also you just mentioned recurring revenue is another thing we've talked about in valuation is, you know, recurring revenue is something that's highly desirable from buyers. So it does push those multiples up a little bit too. So that's why we see a little bit higher in that industry than some others. Agreed. So 
you teased this one, but um, it was funny when people were asking me what what's the industry that was most affected by this pandemic, and everybody would expect me to answer restaurants, and I said fitness. Um, you know, and it's it was, I think almost the worst timing of the pandemic for fitness. I think we were, we had a topic that we talked about fitness where we had this explosion of these unique niche fitness concepts really leading up to the pandemic. And then all of them essentially had to close. Um, and then when they did come back, you know, we, we all know who were going to these gyms, what types of restrictions they're facing. So we saw almost none of these deals getting done over the last couple of years and to see them creeping back up into the top 10 is, is really encouraging no matter what the multiple is real. Yeah. The multiple is small, but I think what you're seeing is again, some of these places were just flat out closed and, um, and you have gym equipment sitting around and some of these small niche kind of players uh, couldn't hold on. Uh, And so uh, as again, landlords are running out of space uh, so if you want to open up your fitness and it is back in, everybody wants to lose the COVID-19 uh, and 19 wasn't the number of the virus. It was how many pounds they they gained <laughs> and they want to lose that, you know, they want to get back into shape, get back out there. And so you're seeing the fitness industry rebound very nicely. And, uh, and, and because of that, the deals we have sell and uh, because they don't have much of a history right now, uh, they're selling at a low multiple, almost below a one. So it's, uh, but I, that will bounce back will, very quickly. It will bounce back. And and as we start to see the SDEs creep back up and stuff, I think it's just encouraging that they're being sold again, right? That there is the marketplace for them. So, so yeah, if you want to bargain, this is it. Yeah, I know, right. Yeah. Industry. If you're, yeah. If you're a buyer listening to the show and you're like, Hey, you know, what can I roll up right now? And, and, you know, turn for an, a great ROI in a couple of years, fitness is a good contender. So. Um, so running on our top 10, we have advertising and I saw this on here and, and it started to make perfect sense, but advertising is, you know, it could be a lot of different things, but really in the world today, it's advertising agencies and, and a lot of, um, them benefited from this digital surge of advertising over the last couple of years where a lot of companies, uh, were first forced to go online if they weren't, or do some type of unique and different advertising as our world changed. So strong multiples, uh, 3.11 in terms of an average multiple in the advertising industry right now. Yeah. And some other strong multiples, you know, why did, why, why was it three point over 3.0? Cause we're, we're seeing strong multiples in in businesses that have great SDEs. So the distribution industry, almost a $400,000 SDE and a average of 3.91. So almost four times. And that's pretty typical for a distribution. Healthy distribution companies are selling for four times, even sub million dollar SDEs. Yeah. Yeah. So we're now we're just going to call out a few different industries that we think um, have impressive multiples or things that uh, we want to be aware of. But, you know, Andy, you talked about distribution. Uh, machine shops are also uh, very strong right now. We're seeing almost a five multiple there. Um, machine shops are are usually um, highly desirable for buyers because there's not a ton of them available. Um, average SDEs is about average right now, 115,000, but really strong multiples in that category. Yep. And of course, internet related, which is basically online uh, portals and businesses and uh, online retailers selling for almost a four time multiple, again, even sub million dollars, uh, 3.77 time multiple. 
Yeah. Oh, and another industry I just noticed that uh, still crushing it is insurance. Um, so insurance, insurance agencies have been highly desirable for a number of years now, average multiple 4.3. Yeah. So, and even, uh, even some things like the recreation business, uh, we are seeing the recreation business exploded during COVID. People wanted to be outside. Uh, so you're seeing almost a, you know, 4.4 multiple for some recreation businesses that sold. Yeah. And then we've got a few businesses where a few categories where, you know, through so small or so um, industry niche that we, we only sell maybe one or two a quarter. Um, but they're really great examples of what earnings can do and how it can affect a sale price. Um, so we sold a business and um, personal services with about a million in SDE and that traded for 6.8 times multiple, really proving that, you know, quantity really does drive the multiple sometimes. Yeah, it does. Again, back to the end, same thing with the medical related businesses as the SDE sneaks up. Uh, so the, do the multiples and the medical businesses, again, highly sought after, and especially some of those things that are dealing with seniors, because we are seeing the aging of the baby boomers, and there's going to be a huge marketplace there. Yeah. So overall, really good quarter, Andy, what do you think? It was a great quarter. Uh, I think I'm hoping for three more just like it. And, <laughs> and, and I think what we're seeing uh, also is, you know, as trans world matures, uh, and we've been doing this for 12 years as a franchise now, and we've been doing it for 40 years, almost 50 years as a company. And as the business brokerage industry gets more uh, exposure out there in the world, and it becomes more of the norm to enter this marketplace. And, and I think that's going to continue out there in the world. As that happens, we this is going to be the place to do business. I mean, and Transworld probably being the leader in that is that more and more deals are coming through this marketplace and we're going to have better and better st statistics out there. Yeah. Yeah. The age of um, information sharing is definitely upon us for business brokerage. And it's just going to empower our buyers and sellers to be more informed about what they're entering when they're, we're doing these deals. So uh, like we mentioned before, we are going to be doing these on a quarterly basis. Um, we'll be releasing them one or two weeks right after the quarter closes as we get our data. But we would love to hear from you if you have any questions, follow up or what you would love to see included on these market report shows. You can always visit us at the deal board podcast.com. Great episode. Yeah. And we've got a few more uh, commentaries coming from our Northeast offices. So we hope you enjoy that. And we've got a couple listings of the week and a deal of the week. Excellent. Let's get to it. Let's do it. Transworld Business Advisors is the world's largest business brokerage and mergers and acquisitions firm with over 500 brokers in nearly 200 offices worldwide. Transworld's team handles thousands of business sales every year. To be connected with a qualified business broker or learn more about the buying and selling process, visit tworld.com forward slash the deal board or call 888-719-9098. Hey, welcome back, everybody. And we are talking about the first quarter of 2022. And we have a very special guest, guest Jonathan Smith from Live Oak Bank. And Live Oak is one of our partner banks. And we do a lot of business with Live Oak. And Live Oak's been doing a lot of business this first quarter and last year. And we just wanted to catch up with Jonathan and ask him, what have you been seeing out there? Yeah, sure. So, um, I mean, as you know, we're the top SBA lender last year. And we're kind of rolling into to this year. Um, firing on all cylinders. Q1, uh, definitely a little slower at the beginning of the year. I think 
people taking a break over the holidays. Um, so the first couple of weeks of January, not a ton of activity, but it's picked right back up. Um, still closing a lot of loans. Uh, the acquisition space is still hot. Seeing a lot of uh, a lot of new listings uh, that brokers are sending us for review, and, and a lot of borrowers still out there. Yeah, and so interest rates just inched up yep. after a long, long time. So, so how's that going to affect what's going on out there? I mean, it's certainly one of the the first questions borrowers ask now um, because it's all over the news and, and people are certainly focused on it. Uh, you know, one thing that Live Oak Bank offers that a lot of SBA lenders don't is we can fix it for a period of time. We can we offer a three and a five year fix, so they mm-hmm. at least can get some protection there. Um, most SBA lenders, or I, I should say, a lot of SBA lenders, do that quarterly adjust, which in a rising interest rate environment, that certainly is is going to give some people a little hesitation, but. You know, we've been here before, uh, we'll get through it. And in the you know, rates are still historically low when you look at it in that context. Yeah. I mean, I, I was here back in the 90s and ra- rates for SBA loans were over 10. Right. Uh, yeah, so, exactly. And, and we're nowhere near that. Yeah, we're nowhere near that. So it's certainly a great time to borrow money still. Um, and so, but interestingly enough, when you look looking at deals and you're valuing, we just did a series on valuation and we did speak to some banks. You know, what are you seeing out there as far as how are you handling 2020? Are you looking at 2021 and saying that was too big of a year for some people and you're maybe normalizing it for 2022 going forward? What do you what's the thought process? Yeah, in some cases, we we have to look at 2021 and say, all right, you know, how much of this was a COVID bump? Because I, I think. For the businesses that are being sold, at least in my experience, I'm I'm seeing more of the COVID bump than the than the negative impacts of COVID. Certainly, 2020, uh, a lot of businesses were impacted, but they've come out of that. So, if if there is a significant jump, we we do have to make some sort of adjustments. We have to you know have that deeper dive and have the conversation of you know what was impacting that increase and how is it going to be impacted in the future. Uh, 2020, I think, is becoming less and less of a concern the further away we get from it, especially those ones that rebounded and it seems like they're continuing on. So we got to look at 18, 19. How did it you know, get impacted in 20? What 2021 looked like? And, and we have to make some adjustments and get creative. But I, it hasn't been detrimental to any transactions or, or not as many as one might think. And I'm sure first quarter of 2022 is super important. Yeah, no, it, it definitely is making sure that they're continuing that momentum or or has it normalized and what does the cash flow look in that in that regard. Right. Sure. But either way, should be a really busy year, right? We're we're expecting it to be, yeah, for sure. Jonathan, if somebody wanted to get in touch with you, of course, what's the best way to do that? Uh best way you can email me, Jonathan.smith at liveoak.bank. Uh, my number is 603-812-8278. Jonathan, I really appreciate you coming in today. Thanks for having me. Hey, Andy, do you know what time it is? It's time for our deal of the week. Deal of the week. Sold. Welcome back, everyone, to the deal board. And for our deal of the week this week, we have Rusty Fisher. He's one of our business brokers in the Transworld Business Advisors office in Houston, Texas. Rusty, welcome to the show. Thanks, Jessica. It's great to be here. Well, congratulations. You recently closed a deal. Tell us a little bit about the business you just sold. Perfect. We on Monday we closed a florist with real estate, which uh, was a unique transaction. When I listed the business, it hit the market, and six days later we were under contract. Um, and this is a business that had been in the area for fifty plus years and was on wow. the second generation of the family running the business. So it, it created some unique challenges. The real estate was actually owned by the estate 
of oh, wow. the parents of my seller. So uh, we ran into some unique challenges with that aspect. Yeah. But it was, a, it was a fun transaction to work on. Yeah. Unique challenges, but things that, you know, Transworld is uniquely positioned to handle. So, so six days on the market, you must have had a pretty anxious buyer. Tell us about the individual who purchased the business. The, the buyer is actually an owner of 30 florists around ah. the country. And so they've got a roll-up strategy um, and they're vertically integrated so they can come into a business like this one and change the cost structure of the existing business so and make it more profitable. So they were, uh, and they, they were very interested in real estate. So that was one of the big appeals to him. Nice, nice. That's what we call for the listeners. That's what we call strategic acquisition, right? So we've got a strategic buyer that has a strategy and, and we've said on the show before, they can execute these deals fairly quickly if it's the right one for them. Absolutely. It was, um, and he had already started refinancing the real estate, which this was an all cash transaction, but he was going to finance it after the fact. Um, and frankly, you know, if the housing market, you know, when we started this process hadn't been so intense, um, we would have closed quicker, but it took every bit of the six weeks to close because of the title company and the survey, because everybody was so backed up. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's tough at, right now with all those vendors. So Rusty, tell us a little bit about um, the financials, obviously with real estate with this business too, but what did it sell for? What were the earnings? Any key takeaways? Sure. The, the business was throwing off about a hundred thousand dollars a year in seller's discretionary earnings. And so we ended up pricing the business at 155,000. And the real estate was priced at two hundred and twenty-five thousand. Uh, the real estate was very tough to find comps because in this particular area of, of Texas, there just weren't any comps. So uh, it was. We were very happy. It was pretty close. It was a little less than ten percent of ask. Nice. That's great. And like you mentioned already, it was a all cash deal, uh, which is great for the sellers. So it got done fairly quickly after all the inspections and everything. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So, Rusty, if someone is looking to buy or sell a business in the Houston area, how can they get in touch with you? Sure. My phone number is 713-516-0116. My email is rusty.fisher, F-I-S-H-E-R, at tworld.com. Awesome. And we'll drop that into the show notes, too, for listeners that are interested in the Houston area. Rusty, congrats again on the deal, and thanks for sharing it with us. Thank you very much. Hey, we're back and we're talking about the first quarter of 2022 being in the rearview mirror already. And we're just talking to some of our most prolific brokers out there in the world. We got Tom Gismondo from Transworld Business Advisors of Brooklyn. And Tom, what are you seeing out there? You, you have an interesting take. Yeah. So what we're seeing is in, in the restaurant business, they were under pressure where they were having trouble hiring people. I actually have a, a pizza place that's been around for 40 years and for the first time in 40 years was closed on one day a week. Um, I spoke to them a few weeks ago. They are now gearing up. They're going back to seven days a week. And we're seeing that sort of, you know, move throughout the whole industry where people are, are finding the staff that they need and they're looking forward to the future. Yeah, we did a, a show at the beginning of the year talking about the predictions. And we did predict that the staffing issues would somewhat subside. And so it's great to hear that's happening. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, out on the street, you can feel it, you know, at, at the root level. So I'm, I'm really optimistic about this year. Great. Thanks for coming on. Thank you. Hey, we're back and we're talking 2022 first quarter. And I have Mark Lazarus from Transworld Business Advisors of North Jersey. And Mark was, we were talking off camera and we, and Mark said, uh, it's getting busy because the sellers are coming out. 
Yeah, it's been an amazing first quarter. The listings are just piling up. I, I Every week I turn around, I'm getting a new listing. A lot in the food industry, pizzerias, delis, a lot of Main Street stuff, but other stuff is also coming in. So I think post-COVID, the people that were holding off, they're like, let's go open up the floodgates and, and a lot of listings. Yeah, so those baby boomers are finally coming. I think the beginning of the rush is here. All right, well, you heard it here. Uh, thanks, Mark. You're welcome. Hey, Jessica, you know what time it is? Money time? Almost. It's time for Listing of the Week. Welcome back, everybody. And this week on the deal board for the Listing of the Week, we have Quo Pham. He's from our Transworld Business Advisors Office in Houston and one of the business brokers there. Quo, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you, Jessica. A pleasure being here. So you specialize in a specific industry and you've got, you've got a listing that you want to share with us. Why don't you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, so I kind of specialize in um, selling dry cleaners and laundromats. Um, so the listing I'm going to talk about today is a uh, coin-operated laundromat um, it's located here in Houston. It's, lo- it's located in an area that you normally won't see a laundromat. It's in a fluent area with high in- higher income, higher-valued uh, homes. But, you know, it's, it's been it's done well over the 13 years. Um, it was established uh, 13 years ago. The current owner bought this in 2019. Um, he moved here with his family, uh, husband, wife and daughter uh, from Kansas City. And, you know, when they first got here, they were looking for a business that was easy to run and in a safe area for his wife to run. Mm-hmm. So they they agreed to uh, purchase this business. Um, long story short, though, they're going through a divorce. So they've liquidated all of their assets. Um, this is the last uh, business they've got to liquidate. And um, so it's on the market. It's doing very well. This year's projected to do uh, revenues uh, better than pre-COVID numbers. Uh, so better than wow. 2019 numbers, yeah. yeah. Um, annual gross revenues are 360,000 um, with seller's discretionary earnings of 139,000. That's that's great. That's a great business. Really, uh, really good uh, cash flow and earnings. So, um, I'm going to throw a question at you, Cole. But you know, you specialize in, in uh, laundromats and dry cleaners. Why do you find they're good businesses for buyers and um, particularly new business buyers? Yeah. So the coin operated laundromat. Anytime I have a listing for coin operated laundromats, I um, anticipate the phones ringing off the hook. Um, they're very popular because they're easy to run, very easy to manage. You can. St- you can have one employee at, at the business uh, uh, during operating hours. And if you ever have equipment problems, you can just put an out of order sign on the door and, you know, owners can always handle that later on. Um, so it's easy to have absentee or semi-absentee uh, for, for a business owner. Great. Great. Thanks for sharing that. So tell us a little bit about what's the asking price for this business. So the ask, we're, we're listing this at 269000 which is an extremely uh, good price. Uh, it's it's a less, less than two multiple. Um, yep. So, you know, generally these go for three, three to four multiple. Wow. And so seller wants to sell quickly. So we've priced it aggressively. Um, on top of that, you know, to give buyers confidence in the deal, seller is willing to offer sell, uh, 50% seller financing. Wow. All right. That is a really good deal. I don't even know if that's going to stay on the market by the time this hits the show. That is a great deal. (laughs) Um, But hopefully it's still on the market in the next couple of weeks when this goes on the show. How would people get in touch with you if they want to buy this or if they just want to talk to you further about this niche industry that you focus in? Yeah, definitely. If uh, anyone has an interest in this laundromat, uh, give me a call. 
this one doesn't work. I've got three or four other laundromats I'm happy to uh, talk about. But the best way to reach me is on my cell phone at 832-758-7756. Or you can email me at qfam at tworld.com. That's qphan at tworld.com. Awesome. And we'll drop that into the show notes too. So anybody listening, you can just click down the show notes and find Quo's email and phone number there. Thank you so much for coming on the show. We're going to have to have you back for some of the skills that you have. (laughs) Oh yeah, definitely. Thank you for having me. All right. Thank you. Hey, we're back and we're talking first quarter 2022 and things that are booming is we're talking to Eric Strauss and we were talking off camera and New York City's booming. New York City is really coming back. People had suggested New York was going to be dead because of the pandemic. It is not the case. The tourist buses are back. Tourists are back. Businesses are back. It's really remarkable. And so if you're waiting to buy a business, it's time to do it now because uh, things are coming back pretty hard, pretty fast. Yeah. Even anecdotally, walking around, and I was walking around about six months ago, seven months ago, a lot of empty stores, but it seems like they've all been released and there's some new businesses in there. No question. One, you know, there are a couple of silver linings of the pandemic. I think one of the silver linings is landlords are a little bit easier to work with now than they were a couple of years ago. There you go. So it sounds like a good time to get in and buy a business. Yes, sir. Thank you. Hey, we're back and we are talking end of t- first quarter 2022. And we have a lot of things going on. I'm here with Joe Hertz from Transworld Business Advisors. Five towns, very busy area out there in Jamaica, Queens. So tell me what you see out there. I know it's still buyers are very, they, they want to acquire, right? Sure, sure. I mean, uh, you know, in my office, we focus on some of the larger deals on the strategics. Um, and what we're seeing is people are still very liquid with all the COVID stimulus and everything that came out. Uh, there's a lot of liquidity. Interest rates are low. Um, and uh, acquirers are acqui- acquisitive, if that's a word. Yeah, it so, is. Yeah, <laughs> that's good to know. Yeah. So, and, and money's still cheap. It might be going up soon. So yep. people are kind of have, they want to, they want to get on it. They want to deploy that capital. Yep. And that's especially for, for businesses where it's absentee owner, where, you know, there's a significant amount of seller discretionary earnings. So they're profitable. Um, and in specific industries where, um, you know, uh, the, the investment groups are really focused, focused on those industries. Yeah. And I heard you're looking in daycare and what else? Uh, so we're very active in child cares and home health care or really anything that's medical related um, and some real estate services as well. We recently had a, had a great acquisition with Sam Curcio from the Transworld Manhattan office of a commercial cleaning company. So that's a hot area. Um, so there's a lot going on. A lot going on. Thanks for coming in today. Thank you, Andy. Thanks for having me. Hey, we're back and we're talking 2022, the first quarter results. And I am with Bob Dumphy from Transworld Business Advisors of New York City. And Bob, it's been busy, right? It has been busy and it's busy in a lot of different sectors. But the one that's been interesting to me is I have a a listing that's a, a mental health counseling practice. And that thing has been getting an awful lot of interest from a lot of different areas. So Healthcare, health technology, anything in the health space is really pretty active, but uh, it's it's shaping up to be a strong time for for buyers. And you know the baby boom, the silver tsunami is coming, so baby boom is going to retire. So there's going to be a, 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 a an onslaught of sellers as well. So it's a good time to get into the game to sell before all your friends are doing it too. Yeah, and it's it's a great point. And you know, I saw this morning on the news, literally a report that depression is up four times over 
pre-pandemic. So those mental health businesses are pretty busy. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, so that might be a good deal for someone. So yeah. get on it. All right. Thanks, Andy. Thank you. Hey, we're back and I'm here with Sam Curcio. We're talking about the first quarter 2022 done in the books. And now here we are. It's still pretty hot market out there, right? Yeah, that's right, Andy. It is actually a pretty hot market, especially in the food and beverage industry right now. Um, we've had a f- really a few nice deals that we're getting a lot of action on. Um, it was really slow throughout 2020 and, and most of 2021 due to the pandemic and um, what happened to restaurants. But now that we're kind of coming through it, uh, there's a lot of restaurant owners who who are still looking to get out. And there's a number of new buyers coming into the market to, that are looking to acquire the, these businesses that survived through that pandemic. Yeah. I mean, you always want to be ahead of the game, right? So people are betting on that. People are going out there. They've lifted the mass mandates here in New York and uh, people are really excited. So people are busy, right? Yeah. I mean, these businesses are starting to thrive and every owner I've talked to is doing month over month better. Uh, So that's really exciting. And I think that there's a lot of opportunity right now in New York, uh, especially because of New York's culture. There's a lot of after hours and friends meeting up at these restaurants and bars. All right. Thanks for the update. Appreciate it. Thank you, Andy. Hey, we're back and we are talking about the end of the first quarter here in 2022. We're just giving everybody an update of what they see in the world. I do have Kip Hargraves from Trans World Business Advisors of Southeast Mass. used to be in the- uh, Exhibit for trade show business. Exhibit for trade show business. Custom exhibits, yes. Right. So that took a hit in 2020, right? It came to a complete stop for pretty much 18 to 20 months. Yeah. And then it's- slowly coming back right now, but it was a terrible hit. All events worldwide were stopped, period. So Right. Here we are in 2022. Uh, we had the first quarter. And, and what are you seeing out there as far as activity, as far as people wanting to buy and sell? I see that there's a tremendous amount of buyers out there. There really is. Um, almost every listing we get gets a lot of people inquiring about it, regardless of whether it's a restaurant, it's a waste disposal business or anything else. And I do think there's a lot of money out there. And they also conversely think that there's a lot of people that after owning a business for 30, 40 years are saying, you know what, I've had enough. This pandemic, you know, knocked me all over the place. And so I've certainly seen that as a trend as well. Yeah. So it's been a seller's market basically through the pandemic. And there has, there's been less inventory out there. And a lot of people are buying stuff, as you said, but I do you see that changing a little bit? I'm not sure. I, I would say that, that I think there's going to be more opportunity for people to, to, to sell their business. I think there's going to be more sellers coming forth, but there's not uh, as right. many buyers. I think right now, I feel like the buyers out, outweigh them three to one, you know, something like right. that. So, Right. And money money's still available. So it's going to be a good year, right, for business brokers. I believe so. And, and believe it or not, there's a lot of people with a lot of cash, not having to go to the SBA for loans, not having to go to banks for loans, but 600, 700, you know, a lot of people are well, well, uh, well healed, as you say, you know? Yeah, we've been seeing that too. Kip, thanks for coming in today. Really appreciate it. Thank you, Andy. Appreciate it. Hey, we're back and we're continuing to talk about the first quarter of 2022 is all done and we rolled out of a great year in 2021 and it looks like 2022 is going to be great, but I'm here with Aaron Fox of Trans World Business Advisors of Boston and we're talking about what's going on in the Northeast and you've seen an uptick, right? I love what's going on in the Northeast right now. It's absolutely fantastic. We've um, seen our market really woke up. There was it was a little interesting in uh, the dynamic that we saw in 2021, where we had a lot of 
uh, sellers who, you know, very established, they've owned their business for 30 plus years. And they were seeing, uh, they almost seemed nervous that what was going to happen is people are going to look at what happened in 2020. They may have, you know, taken their foot off the gas a little bit or something happened that affected their sales. And they were afraid that without having that full year of tax returns, that it was going to bring their price down, which we all saw in the market that wasn't the case, but you know we're glad to be able to talk to them more now. But they're coming to market with some of these incredible businesses. You know, thirty, you know, 30 years of operating history, fantastic revenues, fantastic profits, and they're coming into a market that these are going up, and we're seeing boom. Okay, I want to see how how quick can uh, we get an offer in on this? Boom! Let's let's get to the next steps. This is a great business. This is what I've been looking for. It's incredible. Uh, our lender partners have been absolutely phenomenal with being able to pull together financing on these businesses. The deals are going under contract faster. The market's just hot, and those good businesses are getting the traction that they deserve. Yeah, that's what we've been hearing a lot today. And so thanks, Aaron. Thanks. Appreciate you coming in today. Thank you, Andy. Great to see you. Hey, we're back. We're with Mark Keen. We're asking that same question. Hey, it's the end of the first quarter of 2022. Went through a very busy 2021. But what are you seeing out there in the world? And what do you think is going to happen for the rest of 2022? Uh, good question, Andy. Thank you very much. So what I'm seeing in the small businesses, the main street style businesses in the Boston area, a lot of people are just really under duress. I mean, just getting through this whole COVID period, a lot of businesses, if they're not already in the red, they're having trouble just to figure out how do I get more staffing? Again, it's a, obviously it's a nationwide problem. On the other hand, we're seeing, at least I'm seeing more buyers, people that have left their jobs, you know, part of the great resignation or just disgruntled or whatever else, but have a nice 401k and they said, I want to do my own passion. I want to follow a different path than what I've done for the past 10 or 20 years. So there's a couple of things that I've noted. Excellent. Thanks, Mark. Thanks, Mark. Appreciate it. Hey, Jessica, you know what time it is? Money time? Almost. It's time for Listing of the Week. Hey, welcome back, everybody. It is Listing of the Week, and I have Matt Plant from here in Boston, Transworld Business Advisors, and he has a very nice company. And we always love people when they're retiring. Matt, it sounds like a good one. It's a great one. It's founded a number, uh, 60 years ago, and the owners have done superbly over the years. It's just, it's time for them to step back and relax. And they want they want to find a good buyer. And they they used us because they know that we connect good buyers with quality sellers. Right. And it's an HVAC company? HVAC company, $2.6 million, growing every year, profitable, SDE uh, around 500000 So it's a good opportunity for someone to get in the business. Or or do a roll-up, right? Or do a roll-up. We're getting a lot of uh, in, inquiries from folks who want to do just that. Yeah, strategic buyers, right? Right. Yep. Yep. And probably something like that could get financing. Financing seems good. The uh, the all the bankers we spoke with are eager to do something like this because the numbers are are consistent and uh, the company does a real good job. Their books are are strong and clean, and they're not hiding anything. They're just they're upfront, honest guys who just are ready to retire. Wow, it sounds like another good deal for good people. Is if somebody wants that, Matt, what's the best way to get in touch with you if somebody wants to learn more? M plant, M P L A N T E 
at tworld.com or 603-738-5217. Great, Matt. Thanks for being here today. I really appreciate it. Thank you, sir. Thanks for tuning into the show today. If you like the podcast, share it with your friends on social media. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review on your favorite podcasting app. If you have questions, would like to appear, or have suggestions for topics for the show, get in contact with us through our website, thedealboardpodcast.com. Life's soundtrack can feel a bit like... But you can still change the station. With Delta Airlines, you can turn your soundtrack into a global chorus. Delta. Keep climbing. Capella University is rethinking higher education. With their game-changing FlexPath format, you can earn your degree on your schedule, so you can fit education seamlessly into your life. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu.